Have you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast? What position are you playing, Sarah? I'm playing in Katie McCabe's position, so tell her to watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Tommy Rooney, very good morning. Shane, good morning. Tommy, 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 you have a tough job here. You've got big shoes to fill. Uh, I understand yeah. you, you, you you sought out the um, permission of our fine friend Owen Sheehan to, to take over the mantle. I did. Um, do you want me to read our WhatsApps? Please do. This is, the, of course, the GA Power Rankings, and Tommy Rooney is taking over from Owen Sheehan. It's legal. I don't know if this is, yeah. There's a new sheriff in town. Yeah, unfortunately I can't screen record, but uh, I said, listen, Owen, hope all is well. The lads have been on. They're asking me to take over the power rankings. I said I wouldn't do it unless I spoke to you first. And he got back and he said, you're asking a man who is in an Uber to a Medellin techno club for advice. <laughs> Best of luck. There you go. So. Medellin, of course. Then he rang me from the club. He rang me from the club. That's so. where Pablo yeah, Escobar was from. Chat. I got all the secret sauce. I found out how the figure roll was made. Basically, Owen Sheehan was making it up as he went along. Well, I think Owen has had plenty of secret sauce uh, wherever he is uh, right now. Bless. Yeah, well, Food. that won't be happening. More sense than yeah. generally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, how many days later did he reply to you, Tommy? I'll go back straight away. Oh, straight away? Back straight away. Back ah. straight away, yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to pass on the... I think it was weighing heavy on his shoulders, the, the power rankings and kind of where he had left things. So, look, I'm taking it on. Um... I'm taking it seriously. Yeah. There's a, you know, I'd be I'd be a bit more into the data and the analytical bits and pieces that make counties tick. So this is going to be absolutely correct. There's going to be no swaying me here, oh. and I think we're on to a good one. Jesus, yeah. I was going to say, well, between the power rankings and the crappy quiz, I'd say that added years to to Owen Sheehan's life and and took away from his life expectancy. But I mean, we, we've passed that mantle over to you now, Tommy. Um, yeah. I, I, I haven't looked. I don't think Nathan has either. So neither of us have. We've both opted not to look at your list without, without looking. Um, who do you think will be higher in the rankings, Mayo or Monaghan? Oh, Mayo, I'd say. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, yeah, Mayo. No, that's yeah, that's that's with Oshin Mullen and, and Lee Keegan out the gap. So. I, I, I'm, int- I'm intrigued to see where Monaghan are. Of course, they'll they'll have to be Tommy in the, in the top eight, given they're a Division One team. Uh, new management, new start, uh, good young players coming through. Manzi well, before we start, year. go on complaining. Before we start complaining, will we just get into it? Go on. We'll, we'll start with so what is it? Thirty-two to twenty-five. Yeah, we're going from thirty-two to twenty-five. Now this is obviously quite a few counties in Division Four, but we'll we'll run through it. So thirty-second, Waterford. No win in Division Four last year. No win in Munster. No win in the Tatchin Cup in 2022. They started their league with a draw versus Tip, but it just didn't improve after that. They are rooted to the bottom of the table here, unfortunately, and hopefully we'll see them move up their power rankings with a few more wins this year. 31, Wicklow. Intriguing move getting Ushin McConville involved. It is interesting down this side of the table, lads. Uh, Kevin O'Brien produced one of the performances of the championships last year, a hat-trick against Leash in a great win in Leinster for Wicklow. They were beaten then by Mead before they won their Tatchin Cup opener to Waterford and lost to Offaly. 30th, Wexford. New management team with John Hegarty in charge. Shane Roach stepped in after Galvin walked away. A respectable enough tenure, but football just isn't catching fire in Wexford at the minute and they are in the bottom three. In Carlow, Niall Carew is the boss. Um, it feels like it's a long way off that summer of 2017 when Carlo were rising and there was a bit of a buzz around the county. Mm. To be honest, I started doing this and I was regretting my decision to even have them so high. 
but they had a good win in the Tatchen Cup last year, two strong wins, um, a good performance versus the winners, Westmead in the quarterfinal, went under the radar a little bit, how well they did. And they have a couple of really good players there in, in Jordan Morrissey, who will be the heartbeat of that team. 28, London, one of the stories of the season last year, early on. A little bit like Armagh. They were the rock stars early on. They had a couple of big results. Um, I'll be honest, I don't really know what their squad is like this year, so they're one of those counties I'm going to have to watch. But Michael Maher is back in charge and a very highly rated young manager. 27th, Leash. Sad sight seeing a team like yeah. this down so far. They've obviously lost Ross Munley in the winter, a legend of the game, one of the longest surface players that we'd seen. Billy Sheen is still in charge. One good sign for Leash. It can only get better from here. And they've had the Port Arlington players back, the county champions for the last three years. A lot of the counties down this side of the rankings can't get their best players on the pitch. So they had four on, four or five in the, in the mix in the Auburn Cup. So that's good to see. 26th place, Longford. They were blessed last year not to be relegated. They're in Division 3. They're the lowest Division 3 side here. Paddy Christie has come in. He's combining that role with the DCU uh, Sigerson job. I think it could be a good fit. And they've flatlined a little bit for the last two years. So I think they're on the way up. Number 25, Leitrim. They got the Andy Moore and bounce last year. There was a real vibrancy and excitement around the, the county. You could see it in any of their games. They wanted to get the Crow Park in the Tatchen Cup last year. They didn't get there. Lost an epic penalty shootout to Sligo and Carrick and Shannon, which is absolutely happened. We'll see what happens. They'll be targeting Division 4. Themselves and Sligo were unlucky last year. Cabin and Tip went straight back up. So if they can get out of Division 4 this year, you'll see them moving up the power rankings. The only things Ready to- any arguments? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think Longford will finish higher than, than 26th by the end of the year. I think Paddy Christie's going to do good things and they've had a good pre-season. Uh, mm. My only question, is, I suppose, on Leitrim is, will you are you biased? Like, Will you feel a pressure to have Leitrim higher because of your links to Andy Moran? Like, is there, like, you know Andy's going to be watching. So are, are you going to feel like a, you have to put him higher regardless of how they play? It's Ireland, Shane. If we were to... Do everything here based off links and connections and people we knew and where we had relations. I'd be in big bother. Fair point. Fair point. So, the answer is no. There. No, I think it's interesting. I'd be interested to see where Sligo are because one of Sligo or Leitrim are going to end up in the All-Ireland series mm. and it'd be mm-hmm. uh, fascinating to see by the time we get to the 16 teams that are in that All-Ireland series where Leitrim and Sligo are. 24-17 to 17 then, Tommy. Yeah, it's a very good point, and that's where we're going to start with Sligo, 24th. Right. They had a decent 2022. They played in Croker, unlucky not to get out of Division 4. This year, I think they will. Um, again, similar to Leash and a couple of the other counties, very few players from the county champions, Turles Stran. I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it's seven of the last eight. Could be six of the last seven. Um, in the panel that's been announced by Tony McIntyre. Shout out to the Sligo PRO, Podrick McKeown. Like, he sent us the 38-man panel. He told us where the clubs were. He let us know who Tony McIntyre had picked. Obviously, Tony McIntyre gave the thumbs up. But that's great. We need a bit more of that. We need to know who the players are, where they're from. And uh, we could do a pen pick on what makes them tick as well. Mm. We'd all love that. Um, but I think Nathan's really right. I'm not sure how much that Connacht side of the draw is going to help those teams. Personally, I feel, look at what Westmead did. Look at the bounce they've got. Wait till you see where Westmead are. That is what they need. A bit of a touch and cup run against similar opposition, getting good competitive games. But that's an argument for another day. Sligo have Niall Murphy, which is why they are above the other teams in Division 4, one of the best players in the grade down there. So, number 23, Antrim. Andy Mackey's in charge. Uh, am I getting eyes there to hurry up a little bit? Because I will, if that's the case. Uh, <laughs> impressive first Colin year for McGinley. McGinley and O'Neill. Uh, poor last year, though. And it kind of, they tailed off under the lads. So, uh, will they get a manager bounce? I'm not sure every county can get a manager bounce, but we'll see what happens here. They were very poor against Cavan. 
uh, in the championship. Mm. Um, nearly turned Paddy Anders off football, which is saying something. <laughs> 22nd for Mana. Kieran Donnelly, another one of the young managers. A lot of young managers in the mix this year, lads. There's 14 new managers, so mm. I am not going to say that every county is getting a manager bounce. 14 new managers, nine of them are taking over a county team for the first time. So it's going to get a lot of new ideas, hopefully. Um, so Kieran Donnelly's second year, it's a decent Fermanagh team. They're young. He's putting a stamp on it. They're in transition, though. Um, they stayed in Division 3 last year. They lost to Rome before a win and a loss in the Tatchen Cup. Mm. Offaly are 21st. I think Offaly could be in a spot of honour this year. Um, disappointed with them last year. to watch them live a few times. I think that the under-20 talent is there, but I still think it needs another year. Some serious quality, but there's just not enough. Uh, Liam Kearns has taken over them, so I think they're definitely going to be in the lower half of Division 3, which is a dangerous place to be. 20th place, down. Now, I want to put a, an asterisk here. I don't want to talk down up too much, but down are the can- a type of county that I get excited by. I love the football of the early 90s, lads. And having down come back means that, we're going to have, means we're going to have Cork back. And it means that we're going to have Mead back. Ugh. And that is why I want... As it, once one of them start coming back, the others will come follow suit. Well, Derry are back as well. Yeah, it is really a, a 90s nostalgia. And Manchester United and Arsenal back in the Premier League. This is nostalgia go, central shit. the recent weeks. Love it. And what did Mayo do in the 90s? <laughs> Lost a few Ireland finals, the usual. Lost a few Ireland finals. Okay, from now. Down. A few brawls. Of all the counties in this tier, I'm most excited for the potential down have, and it's because things have gotten so bad when they didn't have to. Uh, the wheels fell off the Paddy Tally rain. It should have been better. Year one was good. Year two, COVID hit. Year three was a, it was just it was just a disaster. Yeah. And last year was even worse for down. Uh, James McCartan was in. Fallouts of the players. Uh, issues with um, training weekends in Dublin were. Uh, there was there was a couple of discipline issues with, with drinking and stuff it all kind of fell, fell apart so Conor Laverty's taking charge probably a little earlier than he would have wanted but mm. you know Conor Laverty has been shaping himself for this job for a long time he's been uh, coaching for years he's been involved in Trinity and clubs and counties in the background quietly building up his reputation and his, his resume so early days um, he did very well with the downer 20s. He's combining that role, I believe. So there's a lot on his plate this year. But interestingly, he's not taking on the media duties. You won't see Conor Laverty chatting to the media. <laughs> Mickey Donnelly has been doing that. He's been out in front of the Mechanic Cup after Mechanic Cup game. So keep an eye on down. Their Ulster Championship opener is against Donegal. I don't want to put it out there. It's a big but one. That's, depending on where those teams meet, going up and down the hill, that's a big one. Tipperary are 19th. I think tip football is in a bit of bother. Such a glorious win in 2020 and things just haven't clicked since then. Like many of the counties in this half of the table, um, they they can't get the best players in the pitch. Conor Reardon flirted with the idea of staying around. He's gone back to Australia. Michael Quinnivan hasn't committed. Two footballers to start from every, nearly every county in the country. Louder 18th, Samuel Roy, Mickey Hart. Hmm. I wanted to have them a bit higher up, but if they can back up their big talk with performances and results, they'll be flying up the tables here. Limerick are ahead of them in 17th. Billy Lee is a loss. But maybe that was as good as it was going to get for Limerick. Ray Dempsey is in. Interesting to see how close he was to the Mayo job. They need a competitive division too. And if they do get that, they're going up the table. They're 17 because they got to the Munster final last year. I like, I like it so far. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to argue when there, when there hasn't been much football. But um, so far, no arguments. We'll it's go, the easiest one of the year. Exactly, yeah. Because, I mean, uh, the rest of them will be, will be debated hotly. 16 to 9, Tommy. So we have a bit of time on the, the top eight. I've been watching all the preseason game, boys. That's why it's easy. I know I'm right. That is the thing. 16th, Cavan. I'm putting a lot of stock in that 2020 win. Nightmare 2021. They did all they could in 2022. The top division four. They ran down the goal close. They lost a tight touch cup final. And there's plenty of quality there. Another cr- promotion in the bag. 
it's a dangerous year though. Mickey Graham's there a couple of years. There was a bit of talk that there might be a change this year. There's not. So uh, we'll see what Calvin happened. Mead, 15th. Might be lower than you might have expected. But I can't, I can't really make a case for Mead. O'Rourke is starting from a, a low base here in terms of the energy and the quality in the squad. Um, and that's where it is. There'll be lots of time to argue about Mead later in the year when they fly up the rankings with a couple of wins. But I'm leaving him in 15th. 14th, Cork. If anyone listened to the football pod yet, I'm not going to blame you for not listening so far because it's only out about 36 hours. But yeah, you'd know who James O'Donoghue's team to pick for 2023 was. He said Cork. I can't get my head around it. Oof. But he has big Cork up massively for this that's year. That's based on one game in the McGrath Cup? That's based on him being a Kerry man and then begging Kerry to have a bit of competition. Yeah. A bit more competition Huge. in Munster. So, but they don't want competition I, in Munster now, Kerry. Because the All-Ireland series means they'll get enough tough I don't know. Games I don't know Nathan. ahead of an All-Ireland quarter-final, semi-final. Just mind games. That's all it is. You tell me what the motivation is to have Cork so so featured in his uh, teams to watch in 2023. And you know what? The lads called it right last year. James's team was Derry. Paddy's team was Galway. So, for 13th. I thought your Gilroy would be here to be given out. Kildare, they're 13th. What have they done to be any higher? Uh, They've lost multiple Leinster finals. They've beaten Dublin and Newbridge. Grant. Big, win, big wins against uh, Kild- uh, with Monaghan, uh, Dublin, Kerry in the lead last year. Probably should have could have stayed league. up in Division 1 but but didn't yeah league but league's important now league is important but I'm just going to say league schmeek 12th this is what I think about the league the Talchon Cup winners are 12th now I obviously love the league but the Talchon Cup winners are 12th there's a serious buzz they have a new manager they've won silverware over the last couple of years that's what I mean by doing something if they win Division 3 I'd back them to make a Leinster final they're on the same side as Mead and Loud and Offaly and I think Longford but Tommy you're not massively underestimating that they won the Talchon Cup because they were one of the lower ranked teams and there's such a massive difference between the quality of Division 1, Division 2 that teams that have played in Division 1, Division 2 just have something in them that will always have them a step ahead. Yes, Westmead are on the right track but like, are they a better team right now than Mead? I think they are. I think when you've seen Westmead's performances against Kildare in the last two years they've been really they should have beaten Kildare the last two years um, but they didn't uh, yeah but they've gone and they've done something they've won something and, and you can't underestimate like those lads went to Mexico together on a team holiday you can't you can't talk about how that bonds a team so there you go that's what that that's given Westmead extra kudos extra bonus and I just think they've delivered so it's a team as well that have won a couple of league titles over the years mm. so I'm putting Westmead there Fair. you can argue with me all you want I know you're trying to argue with me, but there you go. <laughs> Wouldn't be like Nathan uh, at all. 11th, Clare. Couple of big retirements. The youth there is going to need a bit of time. But I think they're going to have a solid Division 2 again. Um, James and Paddy were, were questioning that a little bit on the on the football pod, but I think there's a, a strong team there. 11th position. 10th. This is where it gets interesting. You can obviously see it on screen. Monaghan. Hmm. Uh, to be honest, I'm not going to argue too much. I probably have Monaghan at the moment ahead of Donegal, and that's that's the only other team I'd have them ahead of. That that Donegal. That, I, I think Donegal are on are, are on a downward curve. Monaghan are potentially on a, on a less downward spiral. Um, but I just think Donegal, with the loss of Murphy and new manager, I, I, I know Monaghan have a new manager as well. But look, remains to be seen. Monaghan could win the Ulster Championship, lads. You never know. 
Oh Jesus! We don't. We didn't have Claire on our screen, by the way. So you, you, you're, you're a new adopted county. You have for, is not on the graphics. So I know it's not your. Tommy fault, had to get the balance right between putting Claire high enough that he didn't insult Colin Collins, but also not high enough that Colin Collins mightn't think well, maybe I could do with a bit of a change and get a good lad from one of the clubs in at some stage during the season. <laughs> so brings us to the top eight, like, Tommy. The the, the top, sexy part. Oh, we're moving on. So we're yeah. moving past Monaghan. No, he's okay. comfortable. Right, like okay. Monaghan are uninteresting. So move on. <laughs> for well, now interesting. Was that's very, the way I want to have very it very worrying how long it took to, to get a manager Vinnie Corey's in yeah exactly number 8 Donegal Donegal on paper they are the best team in the country on paper what um, they are in they're, uh, it's a joke they're just everyone has backed Donegal over the last couple of years to win games because on paper they look better than they are they just haven't delivered under Declan Bonner Murphy has left catastrophic loss you're right, Shane. They, they could be in serious danger, and I do think they're in danger. Um, they're eight, though, because on paper they've got some super footballers. Okay. And no one's ever won a trophy deliver, on paper. I'd like, to see, I'd like to see it happen. Seventh place, Tyrone. I'm expecting them to bounce back. Last year was a blip. It was a bad year. The talent is there. Uh, I know I've got the 2021 All-Ireland Champions in seventh place. Yeah, but, but if you're saying it's a blip and you expect them to bounce back, how do you have them below Derry I think, and Armagh? I think, I think they won an All-Ireland in 2021 out of nowhere. And I think that the other two teams are in a better position to capitalise. I think... A fluky All-Ireland, is that what you're saying? I just think that it was Mayo's to win and Mayo's lost it. Like. So, you know, I just think that Tyrone... If you look at where Mayo are compared to where Tyrone are, I just think Tyrone... I, look, at, I'm giving them a chip on their shoulder early in the year. That's what we need. We need but, another contender. We'll see them come back. If the Canavans deliver, Tyrone will be in third place. But it's hard to know whether they can do it on the intercounty stage. But have they not shown that they can do it on the intercounty stage? And that's the entire reason they should be above... Like our man in particular, like it's just the that big, team. The big championship games, our man haven't done it. They've almost done it. They've almost got there, but Toronto have actually done it. And their history says that yes, they have their down years, and maybe you know, maybe they weren't the best team in the All Ireland series the year they won it. Maybe some other county should have won it, but you know, history went were. against them yet again. But they were the best team, seventh place for a team that won the All Ireland mm. uh, just over a year ago. And yep. have proven that they can win these sort of tight encounters when they're at it, when they're fully focused. When they're at it, yeah. But it's just that team that won in 2021 had a savage level of um, competition in that squad. They lost six players. There was issues last year. I'm just not convinced that that's all been shedded. And I just need to see them in action. I just need to see them in action. It was a blip, but it was it was an alarming enough blip last year as well. We're running out of time, so, Tommy, but you, you might run seven. us through the top teams. Sixth, Derry. They won the Ulster title last year, but I have them down here because to get to that next level is obviously fine margins, but to get to the next, next level, we're going to have to see something different. Very interested to see what Gallagher does. I'd imagine he's going to target Division 2 this year. They've got the Derry title. They need to get to Division 1 to get that bit higher. Um, and it's top-level stuff here, so it is really fine margins. Mayo were fifth. I don't know whether you think I've been too high, Nathan, but semi-finalists last, or quarter-finalists last year, consistency over the last couple of years is getting a lot of stock. Sure, they had injuries last year, but they've got players back. And the players they've lost in Mullen and Keegan, they've regained. And Ryan O'Donoghue, Killian O'Connor being fit this year. And Tommy Conroy, hopefully, being back to the levels they were at in 2021. There's a depth there. McStay is going to bring a new style, a new flavour, some new footballers. It'll be interesting to see it. I think they're going to get it. converted here, Tommy. I'm excited. I'm excited just listening to you. I'll take fifth. Top four semi-finalists for the All-Ireland. Who are they, Tommy? Top four. I'm putting our man there, Shane. And right. people may... Uh, yeah, but you see, you're our man fourth because you are the leader of the cult of Kieran McGinney. That's not true. That is not true. I am no leader of any cult, but I'm no do, leader of men. 
I do love the way Armagh play football, but I also do think that they were the fourth best team in the country last year. Um, they lost on penalties to Galway. They had delivered time after time in Division One of the league. They had a blip against Donegal, but that was a blip. That was a moment. That was one issue, and they fixed it all, and they destroyed Tyrone and Donegal in the qualifiers. They should have beaten Galway. I don't think Derry laid a hand on Galway. But I, I, I'm just comparing it to the Derry defeat to Galway. I think Derry looked a little limited against Galway. Armagh took charge and took over. Uh, Galway, third place. Runners-up last year, breakout year. The individuals they have are, are exceptional. And they've got Cook, Peter Cook and Ian Burke back. So when Tyrone have lost the depth, Galway have added depth. And that is why they're third. And they could very easily be first this year. Second place, Dublin. Such fine margins that Sean O'Shea free. They still should have beaten Kerry without Conor Callaghan. Kerry were probably a little blessed. The hunger is going to be there. They didn't even play their second team in the O'Byrne Cup. They played their third team because the first team and the second team are being dogged through an absolutely insane pre-season. They must be doing it out in Innisfail or somewhere where the Indo can't get photos of them. <laughs> but the Dubs are on their way back. McCaffrey and Manuel will be flying come championship. And I think the Dubs are going to have a lot to say this year in the championship. Kerry are number one. Clean sweep in 22. If the Cliffords, the Jack, I do think they will have a poor league. I'm not sure how Jack O'Connor will manage this chase for back-to-backs, I have my doubts. But that is the 2023 official power rankings. Sorry no for running here. so No, listen, the, the best part of those power rankings was the fact that Ross Common are such an irrelevance, you didn't even mention them. You, they are such an irrelevance. Up. Such an irrelevance that you didn't even mention them. <laughs> I know a few Ross Common lads that would not be happy with that, but anyway, well, listen. Look at my, my mommy's from Ross Common, so oh. I, I better, I'll get in trouble here. But look, at my thing about Ross Common is they're ninth. They're above Monaghan. I think that they are possibly bouncing back down to Division 2 next year there's a bit of a yo-yo effect there they may have peaked with what they have and they might have to build again same with Monaghan build again with some of the youth coming through for their next charge at maybe what's what's the tops they're going to get in the Ireland semi-final possibly um, it's just the way things are Tommy great first episode and I'll tell you what that's the the only episode of the year where there be no arguments I would have to say yeah. so uh, enjoy it while it lasts but uh, Tommy great stuff thanks a million Thanks, lads. Don't Cheers. Me. Talk soon. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.